Welcome everyone to another episode of King Reflections. I'm actually really excited today because this is my first collaboration and joining me today all the way from Queensland is Jackson Tippett. How are you going, Jackson? My man, how are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Good. Um, so, quick brief uh, rundown of who you are and where you've come from in 30 seconds or 60 seconds or less. Tell me, how did you get to where you are now? Damn, that's <laughs> on the spot. Um, <laughs> basically through, um, yeah, just hard work, man, consistency, um, putting myself out there uh, through social media, uh, mainly through Instagram. Um, just consistency and putting myself out there is probably the main two things, man. And um, just being real, just being like myself and not trying to be anyone else and just doing the best I can in my own body, really. Yeah, sweet. So how did you get into the fitness industry? Did you just come straight out of school or did you take a couple of years before getting into the fitness industry? What did you do for work? Yeah, so um, I actually always started out, I was always into hospitality. So um, barista, waitressing, um, all of that kind of stuff. So I really enjoyed that actually. I did that for throughout my year, later years of school, like from year 10 onwards kind of. Um, yep. and I think I did that until, I think I did that for about three or four years. And then what I did was I was like, I've always been passionate about fitness. Um, I got started in the gym when I was young. Even before that, I was into um, a lot of sports, AFL, basketball. I played um, pretty high up there with state state teams. So, But I don't know why I got out of it, but I did. And then I got into the gym, um, which was still in the fitness scene, but just I really enjoyed it, man. So it was a big passion. And then that led me on to wanting to do my Cert 3 and 4 in fitness, which um, was my main passion and wanting to actually help transform other people, help put other people um, with, you know, my knowledge and everything I've learned through my years of training, nutrition, um, my errors, you know, all of that kind of stuff. So yeah. I went and studied my Cert 3 and 4, um, completed that um, at Fit College, which was um, in class, not like online, which I think helped a lot better. And then from there, I just, yeah, like pretty much any other PT, started out in a gym. Um, I went to multiple gyms to be honest i worked in a few um and it was all just kind of the same thing man you know what i mean it was just like you know work your way up try get a big clientele um pay your rent each week and um i just felt like there was no um how do you put it there was no you couldn't really keep progressing if that makes sense unless you were just in there every fucking hour of the day do you know what i mean yeah, like yeah, yeah. there's only so much money you can make doing a PT. So mm-hmm. I was like, hang on a minute. Like, how can I make more money? But not only that, like actually run my day how I want. Um, so mm-hmm. I just was like, you know, I looked up to a lot of influencers and stuff and I seen that they were all doing the the online coaching, which exact same as me, training the yeah. diet plans, but online, not face-to-face, not paying rent, mm-hmm. etc. So I was like, yeah, you know, it took it honestly took a long time to come around and get to it, but I was like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna do this." Like, I'm just gonna take a risk, um, and I just started, man. Like, honestly, people, I, I don't actually really even know how it progressed, and that's the honest truth. It just progressed. I showed my transformations. I just, I think I gave out a few few diet plans for free and stuff, and um, just like got some transformations with them, 
And then from there, yeah. once people started seeing the results that I was um, um, showing with other clients, it kind of just led from mm. one thing to another and it kind of leads me to where I am today. Yeah, nice. So do you find it hard or did you find it hard in the gym but also online where some clients weren't taking it as seriously and weren't getting the results? Um, is that why you transitioned onto online because you would be, you're going to find people that were going to take the their training a lot more seriously? No, not at all. Um, I transitioned online purely for the fact that I could work from my phone I could get a bigger audience, so I could um, essentially coach the whole of Australia, if not worldwide, um, and also I could dictate my hours and not pay rent. So those were the main three things, um, which is huge. Like if you take away paying rent, you take away you can dictate your own day and you have a wider audience, who, who would not take on those options? Do you know what I mean? Mm, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so that's that's literally the reason why I did more more of an income and more stability in my opinion yeah nice yeah so because it does give you that more flexibility to arrange your time how you want it and rather than uh dealing with the clients they probably already know what they want to do or know how to do the exercises um but they just have your your directional guidance there yeah nice so um how did you become a fitness influencer how did that blow up? And your because you've got quite a few followers on Instagram. <laughs> How did you get so uh, popular or massive on social media? Um, another good question, man. Um, basically, just on honestly, man, consistency. Um, yeah, it's 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 kind of hard. It just comes down to actually putting in the work, like you know, with anything. Um, obviously, the look that I have. Um, in my opinion, kind of separated it from your normal look. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. when I was in shape, I had the tattoos. Um, I just, I looked different. So I suppose that caught the the eye and the attention of brands or whatever it may be that they wanted me to maybe represent their brand and be um, the face of it or something. So that was definitely a big part of it. But it just came down to, I was just reaching out to brands, man, like, hundreds and hundreds of brands and you know it all started out i just shot gear for free um like most of you um people do online like a, you know a collaboration kind of thing yeah 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 and then my content was really good so i just the feedback i was getting was just amazing like it was like the brands were like wow like your shots are actually really good you know what i mean so do you want to do more for us or do you want to go do ongoing work and then it like like the online coaching. It just led from one thing to another, and then it just got to the point where I was starting to charge photo shoots, and yeah, pretty much just every single brand just wanted to not every single brand, but yeah, yeah. a lot, a lot of brands just wanted to work with me. So, and now to the point where it's like I'm actually turning down work because I just can't get through it. If that makes sense, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's like anything man like it's you gotta you really do have to put in the work like people don't see the behind the scenes stuff i do um i honestly put in so many hours on my phone and with shoots and stuff it's not even funny so you definitely have to put in the work with whatever you want to achieve yeah definitely i, I feel that the more time like excessive time that you you put into 
into your work obviously the more you're going to get out of it and then eventually it's going to overflow like those people your de- the demand of you will eventually overflow because you've made connections and network with so many uh brands already that you know every other brand is going to be the the traction is then built yeah 100 percent um so I've heard in other previous podcasts um, that you have been in the the drug sort of uh, world of it. What brought you out of that? What made you realize this isn't actually a great thing for me? Um, basically, the, the fact that it was re- ruining my relationship with my girl, ruining the relationship with my family, ruining the, ruining the relationship with my peers and friends around me. I wasn't the person that I am today. So... I was not a good person because that's usually what drugs do. They affect you in a a negative way. Um, And then the second biggest factor was health. So as you know, with any drug, there comes side effects. There um, comes a point with side effects. So that's just like steroids, man. You're going to get side effects out of it. And the more you use it, the more you're going to get. So it just took its toll after, you know, years of using it. I just got to the point where um, my health was just deteriorating and I was still so young, man, like, you know, I'm talking 23 and I was just like, you know, this is not normal. So honestly, those two factors, um, hands down were the reason that I got away from the, the steroid scene. Yeah. Wow. Was there a specific event or circumstance that made you sort of wake up or click? Oh wait, this is not that great. <laughs> um, yeah, probably, probably when I got caught, so I got caught three times. Um, with just personal steroid use on me. Um, and basically once I went through all the court system and stuff like that, and you know, was on the verge of going to jail for it, that was the big wake up call. And I just thought, no, nah, there's more to life than, you know, sitting in a cell and, um, for what, do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Um, what to have a good body, like, you know what I mean? So I was just like just wake up and I just, I just instantly snapped man when it got to that point and just decided to make a change. Still love training, still love doing everything I do just without the steroids. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you are (laughs) are still with us and still being a great influencer for the community. um, (laughs) Yeah. It's definitely Um, like a lot of people, a lot of people think they can't change or they, they never change, but I'm a big believer in, I don't care who you are or, what you've been through in life that you can definitely come out on the better side of it. So don't think you can't change. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And with, with the, the whole concept of changing and uh, your history with drugs, do you feel even in the fitness industry as well, that like the uh, authenticity is lacking and everyone's just focusing on the outward appearance um, do you find it hard to f- find authenticity in the fitness industry, especially the the people that are putting on for show a lot, if that makes sense? <laughs> As in like, like, do I find it fake, do you mean? Yeah, yeah. Do you find a lot of people are just putting on a front and not really being as genuine as they can be? 100%. I, I think the fitness industry out of every out of every industry is the fakest. Um, everyone is trying to be something better than they are, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, yeah. Or, you know, comes down to like even to the point of Photoshopping their images or, um, oh, I can do this or I can do that. You know what I mean? Just 
try to be better than they actually are just to be known for that, if that makes sense, or um, try to get some clout or whatever it may be. So I think it's hugely faked and um, I think it's sad because you just, there's there's no need for it in my opinion. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I completely agree. (laughs) Um, Yeah. How did you actually um, rise above the bad press? You said you got caught. And I did see um, on another podcast or heard on another podcast that you said that there was like a, a newspaper article on you. How did you rise above that and how did you um, overcome, you know, there's probably a lot of social media, you know, people on social media or people online just, you know, wanting to hammer the fitness industry but also yourself as a, as a influencer. How did you come about um, come out of it? Yeah, that, that was a hard one, man. Um, it took – it honestly took a lot of time. Time was the main thing with that. Once you actually change, um, people are still going to know you for, for what they've heard, if that makes sense. Yeah. So the media, um, the articles, the Google, all of that type of stuff. So basically, man, I just had to change. And when I did change, that was number one. And then it just came down to basically just showing that I was changed to people. But obviously, you know, like anything, loyalty, um, trust, all of those kind of things. If, if you break them, they t- take time to get back. If, if anything, some people will never trust you again, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So I just, I just had to change, man. And then slowly as the months went on, even years, um, people were just slowly starting to see that I actually wasn't that person I was before. I wasn't taking the steroids. I was doing different things. Like, you know what I mean? Now I'm, even just in my attitude, man, like I'm, I'm completely different. Um, I'm way more genuine. I'm way more happy. Not only that, I'm trying to help more brands. I've got my own podcast, which clearly I'm trying to help mainly things like mental health, um, suicide, depression. Yeah. Um, so it's like, it's not really rocket science now. People can definitely see I've changed, but without the time, that was mainly the main thing that actually, um, made people realize that I was actually a different person. Yeah, yeah. And it's disappointing sometimes, hey, how some people uh, just have this stuck past image of you and not wanting to change it and have this concept of, you know what, he's, he was that person in the past, that's what he's always going to be. And it's just sad because how much people then won't grow. Yeah, man, and honestly, my, like that's my biggest pet hate like to date. Um, I still have to date, man, people that think I'm still the person I was three years ago yeah. and people judge me by, by my, my look. Um, even when they don't know me, man, they just hear stuff through social media and it really pisses me off yeah. because they don't actually know me. They've never had a conversation with me and honest to God, man, ever, anyone I actually have a proper chat to or meet face to face, I've never, ever, ever had a problem with. So that's why it affects me that these people talk shit from maybe hearing something from someone else or they'll just see that article then yeah. pop up on Google and then immediately, oh, he's, you know, he's the steroid guy with tattoos, blah, blah, blah. He's, you know, trying to be a social media influencer, but he's really setting the wrong image. And that's what a lot of people think. And it's like, yeah. you, you, you wouldn't know me from a bar of soap. So I really do hate that. And I, I don't get why people do that because I don't judge someone if I don't actually know them, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, exactly. And that's what it really should be. It shouldn't be a, a, a judgment game of, and usually we only judge just to make ourselves feel better. So it's out of a own 
well, out of jealousy and out of our own self-hatred in a sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it is sad though. It is very sad. But it's very, um, very, very common these days, especially on social media. Yeah, especially, yeah, like I said, social media is, you know, people projecting, like I said, with the fitness industry, they're projecting this image of themselves, which isn't all that real. Um, and it's building in other people that are viewing it a sense of jealousy and then they start judging automatically which is a vicious circle yeah <laughs> i find i find it's a vicious circle <laughs> yeah man but i just stay out of it now do you know what i mean i just if someone has their opinion on me if i know deep down inside i'm a good person doing nothing wrong helping other people it doesn't really worry me do you know what i mean because yeah. half the time they're just yeah less insecure yeah or that that's basically the two reasons what it comes down to. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely, hundred percent correct. Yeah. <laughs> so, what do you believe? You said before that um, you like to help people, and you're, you're, that's where you find your fulfillment and passion, helping people out with their fitness um, goals, especially. And what do you feel is your purpose in life, and how are you achieving it besides PT? Um. So my, my purpose in life, I want to really help people uh, learn wrong from right with anything, mm -hmm. with drugs, with um, with anything. I just Through my past experiences, I feel I can help people be a better version of themselves through mindset, um, through, through life skills, through um, whatever it may be. So that's probably my main goal is I just want to, if I can help someone be a better person, as in a client, be better, um, change their body so you know they live longer, they feel better. If I can help them tap into their mindset and become a better version of themselves, so they they're more motivated and they're getting about and doing more stuff. Yeah, um, that's that's literally probably my main goal in life. Like I just want to be known to help people, um, and. Yeah, just I just want to uplift people, and I wish other people would do the same back. Do you know what I mean? Amen. I wish people <laughs> would uplift me, and not yep. saying people don't. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. There's many. There's very, very few. Yes. So imagine if everyone uplifted everyone. Like, imagine what the world would be like, man. If everyone supported everyone, it would just be crazy. It'd be a whole different place. Yeah. So true. So true. What's your What's your um What's your purpose too? Uh, pretty much the same reason. My goal is to, or my purpose in life, I feel, is to help people. I've always felt as from a young age to uh, make people see that the, they can be better, that they don't have to stay stuck in a position um, where they're not progressing and that they can't change anything and just show them that once they take responsibility of their lives, how much power it gives them. So sort of goes on along the lines of you if you show them the right and the wrong um show them the ability to that they can actually take action to do the right thing yeah. that their life will then be much better in the long run um but they have to put in the work i find a lot of people once they see the work then they sort of pull back and go now that's too much for me i'd rather be comfortable in this rut and i'm there going <laughs> if you just put in the effort and the time into yourself and take that responsibility, how much power that will give you to be free from the unhappiness that you're in at the moment. Yeah, that's so, so true. What's one thing you actually give advice to or one thing um, 
you give to or yeah you give to your your clients one piece of advice that they have to confront themselves in a sense um what do you tell them to do what what do you ask them for what sorry uh for their goals wanting to reach their goals like do you have a question in the sense like why do you want to do this um good question so yeah pr- probably that would be it to be honest um like w- why do you want to do this and what is making you want to change and how are we going to get there? And that's probably, yeah, in a sense, that's that's what I would ask. Yeah, nice. Do you sometimes come across people that they'll say one thing to you and say, oh, this is my why, but when they're not producing results, you're there going, what's now actually stopping you? What is Has your why changed or is there something deeper that's not going on, that's that's going on that I, that's not when you're not dealing with? They're not getting results from my plan? Yeah, yeah. 99% of the time they're not following it. <laughs> um, so, and this, this happens so much. Um, it's yeah. a lot of people come to me and they will purchase the plant and this sounds weird, but you'll never hear from them again. And it's, it really shocks me. I don't get it. Um, or people will, they'll start the plan week one and then week two, they'll be like, so what's the new diet? And it's like, what do you mean? Like, we've just, <laughs> there's no new diet. Like, we're starting out on the diet. And from whatever happens to your body and biofeedback, that's what I'll make little changes with each week. Sometimes you don't need to change anything if you're progressing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But just because it's like a diet, they think, they think like giving them a whole new diet is going to make them look amazing, if that makes sense. Yeah. When you've already given them one, it's, it's, yeah, I just blows my mind, man. And then a lot of people, they, you know, you'll say, do, could you do, you know, X amount of cardio in a day? Like, you know, could you go for an hour walk? Cause that's part of the plan. Cause that's part of the rate. You know, I have my yeah, own yeah. plan that I believe in that will get you results. Yeah. And then they'll complain and whinge and all this kind of stuff that they can't get the time in to go for an hour walk. And like me and you know, man, like, I'm busy, man, and people are busy, but I don't care who you are or what you do. Um, I honestly don't care, and I mean this. There's no reason you cannot spare an hour sometime in the day to go for a walk, whether that's at night, before you get up. So whether that's you set your alarm one hour, um, you set your alarm for one hour earlier when you wake up um, than what you usually would, and you've got it done. Like, yeah. There's just, there's no reason if you go on your lunch break at work, yeah, you know, yeah. um, there's everyone can spare an hour and that's, I'm just talking about the walking, but if you wanted to do the, the weight session for an hour, every single person on this earth, unless you physically can't move, could get, um, you know, some type of fitness in each day for an hour if they really wanted to. Yeah. And it just comes down to they're lazy and they don't want it hard enough if they don't. Yeah. No, I've had the exact same thing with my clients. I'll write up a program and I'll be like two weeks later, oh, how's the program going? Oh, I haven't even started it. What do you mean? God, that's crazy. <laughs> and the worst thing, the worst thing. The worst thing is when they actually um, they, they've sort of pushed you to, to write it as quickly as you can and you've written it like within, you know, really quickly or within a day or two and then they get it and they don't even use it and I'm there going, you just made me like put your program as priority. Yeah. And you're not even using it. Are these paid it. clients or? Uh, 
usually at the start, yeah, it's the first the first program is free that I'll give them to them. Yeah. Um, and then the next one that I wrote because they're like, like it would be like for example, three months later they'd be like, oh, I want a new program. Okay, cool. How'd you go with this one? Oh, I did did dribs and drabs, but I want something different. Okay, no worries, but I have to charge you for this one. Charge them for it, and they still don't even use it. And you know they're going, why are you wasting your time, but also my time? for writing up something that you're not even going to use like where is your head at where where is your determination and um uh inspiration or motivation where, where's your discipline where's yeah why haven't you dealt with that first in your head <laughs> i don't know man like i think yeah if i think before someone wants to acquire a plan or wants to get with a coach or whatever you have to have so many other variables in your life ready and like you can't be distracted. You can't be out of routine. Like you yeah, have to be definitely. ready when you actually want to start. So like even for me myself, I don't really ramp up everything or get everything ready until I know that I don't have stress in my life. I'm, you know, everything's just rolling yeah. because at the end of the day, you got to have everything in place. Yeah. Like you can't be stressed. You can't be missing stuff. You can't be missing meals. Yeah, um, and if you know that's going to happen, you're better off just waiting until you're ready. Yep, yep. I completely agree. It's a, a state of mind where you're like, you know what, I've got, uh, you know, work is allocated and it's it's on schedule sort of thing. It's it's on a on a regime. Uh, my family, you know, if you have a kids, you know, you got feeding the baby and putting it to sleep at certain times, then you'll be able to then assess, okay, my diet, let's fix that first before I start exercising because, you know, there's no point in putting food in my belly that's, you're going to be destructive, like, you know, fast food um, and then doing workout and my muscles are working out on bad food or bad yeah. calories in a sense. 100%, man. I couldn't agree anymore. Um, what's your training regime like? Do you train two days, two times a day or seven days a week? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, good question. Um, so as of now or when I was serious? uh now yeah so actually you do, do now and when you're serious yeah good question um so now i would train um definitely would not do a double session in a day um and i don't really believe it for anyone like unless you're not working like that's a lot of toll on the body a lot of time out of your day to go and do a double session if that makes sense yeah definitely. um i don't think you need it if you put the intensity into one session I really don't think you need to get two sessions in a day. Um, I'm not going to say no though. Like if you want to do it, go for it. But it's 99% of people can't do that. Um, so I do one a day and then I'll always, no matter what, take one day off a week. And I think everyone should too. Um, rest is very important with the body. So one day is absolutely needed. Um more, more or even better, to be honest. But that just gets to the point where you know, like myself and me and you, probably that when you want to, when you got a rest day, it's like you don't want to rest. Like it's just, it's boring. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> that's where it comes down to. I would say even train five days a week, but a lot of people just don't take like taking those rest days. So yeah, um, yeah, I, I would do five to six days training a week. Um, one session a day, one and a half hours. I wouldn't go over that anymore. There's, you can't be putting in the work. Like if you're in there for three hours, 
you really cannot be training to full intensity for three hours. Like you'd be absolutely gassed if you were training yeah. short breaks, yeah. um, full intensity for three hours. So if you're one of those people that are listening that's in there for three hours, you're definitely doing something wrong and you'd actually be better cutting it back because your cortisol is just through the roof. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and then obviously when I was serious, um, it was the same, but it was a lot more like, so exact same, I would never do double sessions, but it was more like I would get to the point where I would document stuff. So I would actually document my lifts. So if I was every single session, I was doing something I hadn't done the session before, um, where it takes a lot more, it's a lot more effort and um, you have to be dedicated. Yeah. Um, whereas now I just go in and, I still train similar movements. I still know how to engage the muscle, but I just train for enjoyment. Like I might just pick exercises I like and I won't go super, super intense. So like, whereas what I used to do was like absolute failure, like to the point where you just, you could not get another rep. Whereas now it's just like, you might just go in there for a bit of a pump. Yeah, You still yeah. fail on some sets, but not on all. Yeah, yeah. So if you do want to, like anything, if you want to take your training serious, you really have to go to that next level. And I firmly believe that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely agree. Same with your food. Like, yeah, your food has to be, it can be average, but I guarantee if your food's average, you're going to look average. Like <laughs> you have to literally yeah. dial down your diet if you really want to, you know, get lean. Like you really do. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And do you agree that it's like 80% diet and, you know, 20% training um this one goes this one goes around a lot um i don't because training actually like if you really ramp your training up you, you can take your physique to a whole new level it can set so if you have two people on the same diet mm -hmm. but yeah. one's training average and one is training absolutely insane i guarantee you they're going to look a lot better and i i really do guarantee you that so you can't say that yeah but, yeah but in saying the 80 20 um if you could pick one to if you could focus on one more than the other hands down diet every single day over training so the diet will definitely dictate your physique more than training hands down yeah yeah so yeah i i yeah I would just say 100, 100. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. <laughs> um, so off, off uh, fitness and stuff, what superpower would you want? Three superpowers. What three superpowers would you want and why? Three? What do you mean in fitness? <laughs> no, 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 just in general, like a fun thing. Damn, you put me on the spot. If you have a superpower or could have a superpower, three of them, what would they be? <laughs> um, so one would be, if this is a superpower, one would be to see ahead of time, if that makes sense. Uh-huh. So like, so I could predict, I, I know what's going to happen in the future, if that makes sense. I think that would be one of the best um, powers to have Why in your that? body. Because you could... You could virtually see everything, say, ahead of years and you would know what's going to happen. So you could, whether that be, whether something bad was going to happen, you could try it, reverse it so it wasn't going to happen. Okay. You would know where you're going to be. So you could set yourself up and be prepared for that. 
Yeah. Um, I just think it'd be one of the best superpowers to have, in my opinion. <laughs> um, the other one would be, oh man, you put me on the spot. <laughs> um, I'll say, I, I would love to be able to, um, to, yeah, you've put me on the spot. You really have. <laughs> um, I, I say I'd love to be able to fly. Yeah, if that's one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like me personally, fly. So I would just not get on a plane and just go wherever I want, and then you wouldn't have to use cars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything would be quicker. Um, so you know, if you wanted to go for a trip, you'd just be there automatically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then another superpower would be to, um, yeah, I can't think of one. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly man i'd be happy with those two i'd be set <laughs> oh, <that's funny. laughs> what what would your three be mine would be uh super speed super speed that's uh, because i do like getting to places really fast and i do i like the idea of just running past things and them sort of in i guess i guess in a sense being slowed down in time if that makes yeah sense. that's cool um yeah no that's a good one i didn't think of that um, I'd like to be able to go through walls and stuff only because when I'm running super fast, I don't want anything to stop me. <laughs> <laughs> That's another good one. Um, and my third one would probably be flying as well. And because I do like, uh, it's silent up there. I feel it's quiet. There's no, not, no noise to, to distract you, I guess, from the beauty <laughs> of the world. Oh, I think it'd be, you know, instead of like walking, you know how we go for walks? Yeah. yeah. We just go for flies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just go for a fly. <laughs> that would be the next cool thing. Oh, that'd be sick. That'd be so awesome if we could do that. <laughs> yeah. And when I would have excuses like, oh, I've got no time for flying. <laughs> 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 or flying would be hard. yeah that's true not hard <laughs> yeah oh it's funny how we take for granted the, the, the freedom of i guess walking you know you have two legs yeah use them go and go and go and enjoy nature just go strolling down the street or something and, and look at something that's you know will make you go oh that's so good that's so beautiful like i never saw that before it's that so tr- <laughs> like no nah, honestly what you just said is like I just think back to when I actually had um, have I broke my ankle and like I just was like all I wanted to do was go for a walk. Do you mm. know what I mean? Yeah. Like all I do was get up and then you just take it for granted. Like all all I wanted to do was move. But then when you're when you're free in that, yeah, it's like like just doesn't mean as much. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, I really definitely. think you should Granted, if you're healthy and you can move, um, you know, you can even go to the gym. Like, yeah. they're things that you really take for granted and um, you shouldn't treat it as a chore. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Especially when it's like even I feel with, with taking nature, like, you know, our, our world is vastly uh, technologically and, um, you know, residentially. It's expanding so much that soon there's not going to be many uh, forests or you know treks that you can go on yeah without seeing a house or anything and just taking advantage of the nature and the beauty and listening to the birds rather than traffic 
rather than planes over our heads sort of thing, just hearing yeah. the birds chirp or, you know, people, the things, the animals rustling in the grass, so to speak. Yeah, um, no, I agree. Yeah. Um, if you could talk to, let's say, uh, five of us are having a, a, a pizza date <laughs> and there's three people, who would they be, the dead or alive? Three people that you would like to bring to a, a pizza pizza date? Good question. Who would they um, be? So three three current people. You mean? Yep. Or or they can be dead if they're dead dead or alive. I would anyone. Um, Mike Tyson. Yep. Because Mike Tyson's the goat, and he's <laughs> got scar and just ultimately cool. Like he just, I think he'd be cool to have a conversation with. Um, what would you like to ask Mike Tyson? Um, yeah, that's a good one. I would probably ask, who was your toughest opponent throughout all your years? I'd laugh if he said himself. You <laughs> <laughs> <He> probably would. <laughs> um, uh, one, I would have The Rock. Um, why? Because he's literally does everything. Yeah. Um, like he's literally done everything in his life. And I think he's super, super cool. He's a bit of a role model to me. He's an actor. Um, I think he's just awesome. Do you know what I mean? He still, yeah. still trains. He's still a motivator. Yeah, um, definitely. Even at his age, so I just think he'd be super cool, man. Um, he'd have a lot to tell. Um, and then the third one, I'd probably say like some, some like rock star or something. Um, like I'm trying to think who. Oh, I'd probably say someone like Michael Jackson or something. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Someone's super, super famous. Um, and just I just think it'd be really interesting. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, that, that would be my top three for sure. So with, with on the concept of famous, and probably most people will say to you, because you do have like 100 and what is it, 64,000 followers? Yeah, 154,000. Do people come up to you and be like, like, do they, do you, do you feel famous in a sense that people do come up to you or they do ask for you know, your photograph or your signature or um, what's it like having that many followers? So you mean like when I'm, when I'm out and about? Out and about or even on Instagram, like do people message you um, and ask for, I don't know, a photo or something or a meetup or a catch-up or anything like that? Um, yeah, you, you get it, man. Like, not really a photo as much, but definitely, like, stop you and, um, oh, you know, I've seen you on such and such or, um, you know, I've heard your podcast or whatever it may be. But, um, yeah, most of the time, you know, most of the time people just look at you. <laughs> um, <laughs> and they, you know what I mean? I get get a lot of looks anyway, just because of my ink, and people are probably judging or oh, who knows what's going through their head. But um, yeah, yeah you, you probably get probably once a day. You'd probably get it if you're out and about. You'd probably get someone, you know, kind of look at you or stop you or something like that. Yeah, and the people that do stop but, you, you know, I just say, sorry, what are you going to say? Oh, I just um, if they stop me, and you know what I mean, I just be polite and say hi back, and you know, just keep it short and sweet, and see you later. <laughs> yeah, good, good. Do they sometimes ask or uh, for like a positive thing that you say or ask for your advice or anything? No, not really. I can't say that. I do get that through DMs, um, through uh, 
DMs on Instagram, but nah, n- never really had that from like a person asking me face to face from the street or something. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, that's all questions I have to ask for you today. <laughs> nah, that was good. Is there anything you wanted to, uh, ex- wanted anything else to say or advice that you wanted to give to anyone? Um, yeah. First of all, appreciate you for having me on. Um, hopefully, gets a little bit of insight out there to people. Um, basically, my advice I just want to give to everyone, um, and it's something I've only really done for myself lately. It took me a long time to actually do. Is just I just want each and every one of you out there that is listening just to be happy within your own body. So with with social media, with everything that is going on and just everything in our generation, there's so much comparing, if that makes sense. So yeah, definitely. We look up to these people. We we look up to our role models. Um, we look up to famous people. We look up to models, and we compare ourselves to them. You got to understand that you're never going to be like them. I'm never going to be like them. So you have to. And if you're gonna, uh, if you're constantly going to compare yourself to someone that's on a higher end than you, then you're always just going to be down and depressed because you physically, your body is your body. And yes, you can change it in certain ways, but you can't physically change it to the point where, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it looks like them. You yeah. just got to be happy with who you are. Um, everyone has faults, you know what I mean? Everyone has parts they obviously wish could be better on their body or, you know what I mean? They wish yeah. they could be better at this or that. But as long as you're just doing the best you can with your body, um, that's that's all that matters. Just be happy within yourself because once you do find happiness within yourself, it's really funny. Like you really don't care what other people think and you just become so much more Yeah happy within yourself if that's what it, you know what i mean yeah definitely yeah um you just feel you just feel better and it's something that i've only just done that um i'm always comparing myself man but i'm just like in the day man like you know i still look good like i'm i'm still healthy like yeah i could change this or that but it's me like it's my own u- unique me so i may as well just be happy confident and i'm just going to be a lot more beneficial in life rather than trying to be comparing myself to someone else and being down all the time yeah definitely i did have a i think it was just out of high school that i finally was able to uh, appreciate my i guess genetics aesthetics so to speak the 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 looks and the feels like i hate um my big feet (laughs) but then again i would i appreciate my big feet because it's what helps me run fast it's part of the the balancing mechanism, I guess you could say. Um, you know, I don't I don't really excessively like my facial features, um, but that's what makes me who I am. And to make them, I feel look better. I just got to look make myself look presentable. You know, have my hair cut, have my beard trimmed, and just focusing on you know that I can make it as best that I feel can look presentable. Um, and it took me a long time to accept um my features um and appreciate them yeah that's yeah you just got to appreciate what you have man and um as i said you can always try be better but be better within your own self don't Mm. try be better and compare yourself to someone else that's the difference yeah definitely definitely um 
and is it when you were saying that um you found yourself comparing to others is it because some people in your life were saying oh you know oh it's it'd be sick to look like them or you know you could look you know you should you're not going to be as good as them like is it that negative talk from other people that was making you doubt or making you not appreciate what you had or have um no not really man i just just always compare myself to others you know what i mean just wanted to be better but um just started to learn that everyone's unique and individual in their own way so i'll just be happy with my own yeah. body and skin yeah good yeah well you do look great <laughs> but, uh, so you do you. Uh, a good you do <laughs> thank you you do a good job at um being an influencer and helping people um with their mental issues and helping with their brands and with obviously their, their fitness goals on their PT. So I, I applaud you for uh, putting yourself out there, being vulnerable and being genuinely you to help them move and progress in their lives as well. So thank you very much. So. Yeah, thanks, man. Appreciate it. King. Thank you very much, King. <laughs> we got the King jumper ready to shoot. <laughs> yeah. Um, Can't wait to see how it turns out. <laughs> yeah, it'd be good. No, I appreciate you having me on, man. And um, hopefully we can do another one. And yeah, it's good to have, you know, your first podcast up with another guest. And it'd be good to see how it goes. Yeah. Thank you for being my first <laughs> guest. Thank you for being the guinea pig. <laughs> <laughs> no, I appreciate it. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you very much.